Today's episode is brought to you by Amio. Amio is a travel booking platform that makes planning a vacation in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Amio will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Amio saves you time and money, which is a win-win. Amio wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head on over to Amio.com and use promo code LISTENER5 at checkout. Valid until June 30th for all new users on all modes of transportation. It's just the pick-me-up your 2021 needs. Amio. Plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. Have you been in quarantine? Are you ready to enter the wild again? There's a chance no one has seen your coconuts in months. Don't ruin your first post-quarantine date with hairy coconuts. Would you show up to the first day of school without a haircut? Nope. Manscaped is here to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of the ceramic blade and advanced skin-safe technology, your snags will be reduced while preparing yourself for post-quarantine life. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0 Essential Kit. The Perfect Package 3.0 comes with new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, waterproof cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag for you to use when you're done quarantining. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with Manscaped Crop Preserver Deodorant and Crop Reviver Toner. The Crop Preserver is anti-chafing deodorant, which ensures your afternoon stroll through the jungle doesn't result in sticky coconuts. The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner and made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts to give your coconuts a special boost. Subscribers to the Peak Hygiene Plan get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower 3.0 delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer stays fresh and clean. The light is at the end of the tunnel, fellas. Treat yourself for making it through the quarantine and welcome back to the jungle with a perfect package 3.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code SLOPDROP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com when you use SLOPDROP, S-L-O-P-D-R-O-P. Your first post-quarantine date will thank you. That's a slot drop. I can answer that. That's a slot drop. What is that move? That's a slot drop. Slot drop time. That's a slot drop. Slot drop. Slot drop. The slot drop indeed. Welcome back to the slot drop. This is Nathan Rogers at Pig Sumo on Twitter, and as usual. I'm joined by the unluckiest man on planet Earth, Bad Luck Chapman, and the manager of champions, Mr. Stephen E. What's going on, fellas? What is going on, Subo? How is life treating you, brother? I'm living life. It's it's uh, living the dream, man. How about y'all? I can't complain. Can yeah, I, yeah, I can't complain if I did. Nobody'd listen. That's true. Yeah. I don't even know what you just Very said, true. so I'm just pretending like I, like I heard you. Yeah, exactly, exactly, man. Hey, before we get started, I have some late breaking, oh, fresh God. off the press news. Do I even know about this? No, no. I hope I you don't. checked your sources because usually you'll send something through Facebook and it's clickbait. Hey, you shut your mouth. So hot off the press, Sonny, Tammy Cinch, out of jail. 
All right. I'll, and the reason you know this is because you subscribed to her OnlyFans. She's already put a video. And she's her. back on, baby. Does she have an OnlyFans, really? Does she? Oh, man. He knows. He knows. This is like episode 156, guys. We're, we're moving right along here. Um, man. Let's have uh, We're going to be talking about Dusty Rhodes versus Ric Flair from Five. And fire up your WWE Network slash Peacock TV, however you want to watch. And looks like we're at into, into the show about two hours and 17 minutes and 29 seconds. And as soon as Chapman gives us the countdown, we'll hit play. All right. Are you ready? Let's count, count it Roll down, roll. Chapman. Three, two, one, play. All right. Looks like uh, it's dark in the arena. See a little light in yep. the in the ring on my on my end. Yep, yeah, same here. So this yeah, was. Yeah, uh, like I guess we should tell the people we're recording this on Wednesday night, June 9th, twenty twenty one. Because throughout the, us talking about this match, we'll probably throw in some some current things. So. If you're watching a year or two from now and you wonder why we're talking about Leo Rush at Starcade 85, it probably makes, makes more sense. <laughs> Look at that man walking down the aisle, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that satin oh, jacket. Mm. I, wonder if he, I wonder if the Space Cowboy gets his satin jackets the same place Dusty Rhodes got his. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. I wouldn't That's a very good question. You know, uh, when you talk about satin jackets, you, you, the first thing I think of nowadays is Space Cowboy Jason Jones. And... Uh, and how much I need about three or four of them. I need to get me some satin coats. This was Thanksgiving night, November 28th, 1985. Wow. The third Starcade. How many attendants? Well, this is a tricky one. It's the first time they did it. They actually did this live in two separate venues. They did one in Greensboro, North Carolina. And they did another one in Atlanta. Now, Shivani and uh, Bob Cottle was on commentary. They were here at, uh, this one was at, in Atlanta, the one we're watching right now with Flair versus Dusty. So, so, so it, was a, it was a two night, they did the same show? Same night, two different mm -hmm. venues. Uh, this is way before WrestleMania did their multiple venue thing. This was, uh, like I said, 85. This is third mm -hmm. Starcade. Uh, the Gathering is what they called it. Yeah. Uh, How many in attendance in Atlanta? In Atlanta, uh, sixteen to eighteen thousand, mm. and in Greensboro, sixteen thousand. Yeah, it's, so okay. Yeah, it, it, it's weird to me because you know uh, throughout this whole match, you notice it's just dark in yeah. the background, and that that is usually a uh, a production trick that uh, that they'll do to to. Um, Oh, to, to make it like make it doesn't look like it make it look like it's not an empty house, you know. So so when I was watching this earlier, uh, I was looking at that and I was like, surely there's got to be some some people in attendance. This was oh, a yeah. big deal. Coddle and Shawnee started. Not only uh, that, this crowd, man, all throughout the crowd is freaking hot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Coddle and Shivani, they started this show at ringside, but then they went to the back and they did commentary for for. I guess they rotated matches and they did commentary from the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I noticed earlier that there were a lot of breaks with it within the commentary for this uh, this this match right here. It, was, it seemed like you wouldn't hear them talk for you know for two minutes and then you'd hear them say something and, and you know it was just kind of kind of kind of strange. But you know, just it's awesome to hear Tony Schiavone. Yeah, 
Greensboro did uh, 307,000 at the gate. Atlanta did 286,000 at the gate. Uh, both shows combined with merch, ticket sales, and everything, $936,000. Wow. Wow. That doesn't count the pay-per-view buys. What do you think of that yeah. white robe that the Nature Boy wore in there? Man, I, 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 I said it earlier, you know, when, when, when you hear that music, Ric Flair's got that iconic music. When you hear that, 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 oh, that Odyssey, Space Odyssey, whatever it's called, uh, just that, that initial, you know, uh, start, man, it just, it, it, it's iconic. It, it's its own attraction in itself. It's kind of, it reminds me of like, the undertaker when you hear the gong mm-hmm. you know um i made a comment earlier too uh just taking a look at at 10 pounds of gold uh it's awesome that that throughout the years they have never changed the design of that belt yep uh, i think it's same. one of the most beautiful belts out there man. i do i do too i do too i do too i uh, to, uh, to answer your question the white robe is amazing it, it, yes it, it's great it's great but rarely saw that I don't know. I don't remember ever seeing it anywhere else. You mentioned uh, him coming out to the, his song there. Dusty typically would come out to, I uh, uh, can't think of the name of the song, but the Alan Parsons Project. It's the Chicago Bulls theme song. And mm-hmm. you notice that they, uh, they didn't play it, uh, probably because of copyright issues. But Yeah, yeah. Flair wearing all purple, guys. white boots. Dusty wearing uh, nothing on him matches. He's like the... No. Little song, Coat of Many Colors. Yeah. He's got yeah, one yeah. green Different. arm elbow pad, a black oh. knee pad. Two Wearing di- two different color, color, or two different types of boots. Look at Ric Flair just staring him down. <laughs> you want to talk about two guys in their prime. You know, you, it doesn't get any better than this right here. Are you talking about Ric Flair and Tommy Young? Yeah, Tommy Young. In prime? <laughs> Oh man! Supposedly the thing for the boot is uh, prior to this is when uh, Dusty got his ankle broke by what would become mm. the Four Horsemen. So this the only way he could compete is if he wore a special boot. So that explains the uh, two separate mm. boots, but it doesn't explain the different colored knee pads and green elbow pad. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, God, so good. You know, it's a shame that we that we're missing out on the crowd, you know, because anybody that's watching along and they're listening to that crowd, it's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Look at yeah. Flair selling those punches. Yeah. Oh, there's an elbow. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That uppercut sent him, sent him, sent him railing. Look at him. Oh man. So Flair's uh, had is... enough. I'm over the I'm over the railing. <laughs> This is technically before the horsemen officially became the horsemen. They had already kind of aligned themselves, but they wouldn't become the four horsemen for about another month or two after this pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Look at that Winston uh, cigarette sign in the background. Did you notice that? I didn't. I didn't. You don't. You don't see that kind of stuff anymore, boy. That's that's vintage right there. It almost you can almost see the smoke in the air. You know, yeah. even off the lights. It's so awesome. Good this, stuff here. This feud is what uh, brought about that Hard Times promo by Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. One of the best promos. Yeah, ever. it's so iconic, man. Look at them elbows. Mm-hmm. Of course, Dusty was never a bodybuilder, but probably... He, he had a 
working though, boy. He knew he was, he, you know, he, he, he knew what the crowd wanted and he could give it to them, you know? And, and when you pair with somebody like Rick that, that, you know, that can work and then just, man, they're both just, they're generals, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's like putting Peyton, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady in a game. Uh, they, 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 at any given time, they both are, they both can take over and run with it. We mentioned uh, Shavani on commentary earlier. Have you had a chance to listen to Jimmy Smith on Raw? No, no, no. I missed. Uh, I missed it. Uh, missed it this week. Was it pretty good? I'll, I'll say he's better than Adnan Verk was. It can't be much. Can't, it's hard to be. You know, it's it's hard to be. It's hard to be that bad. <laughs> but yeah, Jimmy Smith's pretty good. He's a good MMA play-by-play guy. Yeah, so yeah. He kind of knows what he's doing. Look at the psychology here that's lacking today. Mm-hmm. Both of them just staring each other down, listening to how the crowd reacts. Well, you couldn't, next you know, game. you couldn't, I don't know if you could have this kind of match today without getting, you know. No, we were talking because here in a minute they're going to go into a lot of rest holds. And and you couldn't do that at mid-states. They, they'd boo you out of the out of the auditorium. You know, everybody now is. Well, and just think mid-states is, is, is more of a southern, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of their style too. You know, it, I don't know. I don't know if they'd be out of the building, but, but gosh, it's just, it's so different nowadays. If not, you know, doing 10 flips or, you know, something like that, then, then, you know, then it's boring, I guess. Is that what they chant? Boring, boring. Yeah. Yeah. Another rest hold here. Mm-hmm. So Leo Rush and uh, Mark Henry recently made their AEW debuts. Yeah, yeah. I right. wish you the best in your future endeavors, Leo. <laughs> and Leo Rush has already retired. Wow. Did, did, did he go into the creative meeting and they say, okay, guys, we're looking for ideas. And he say, I got an idea. Put the belt on me. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but, you know, he's, he was doing some stuff with MLW. He actually had one of their belts. And uh, Court did Bauer he? had to release a statement like, you know, he's he announced his retirement. I, I Man, I you know, I actually – you know, call me, call me, I don't know, call me dumb. I don't know, whatever. But, you know, I actually enjoyed, uh, enjoyed his, his work in the WWE with, with Bobby Lashley. Uh, you know, any, any, anything that could bring a, a little bit of charisma to that, you know, okay. that, that, that piece of cardboard, you know, Bobby Lashley, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he, he was annoying. I think he did the trick. Look at that, man. Like old school. Old school work right there. Yep. Look at Tommy Young and his white tennis yeah. shoes. Mm-hmm. Of course, it wouldn't be a good NWA main event if there wasn't blood stains on the mat. Right. No, no, no. Well, no. you know, when you think about it, I don't know how how far we're in now. But, oh, damage you know, to that ankle. Mm-hmm. We're at we're at several minutes, you know, now, and you know, if this was a match on Raw, they'd both be dripping with sweat because they've been having all these spots. Yeah. And honestly. Even as big as Dusty is, I mean, he doesn't even have sweat running down his face, you know. So, they're they're doing a good pace for especially for Dusty being a big guy, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they just do like I said, they're doing a lot of stuff that that you couldn't get away with now. Speaking of big yeah. guys, uh, AOP, Acom, and Razor, mm-hmm. uh, AEW, and what I read today, AEW and New Japan had both had. Been in talks with them about bringing them in, but apparently, you know, Leo Rush retired. Apparently, they've retired as well. So, don't know if we'll be seeing really? authors of pain. Both of them did, anytime huh? Anytime soon. 
One of them it's had a the background. Yeah, I, I, I actually really liked uh I really liked them. I liked their look. What was the little Drake Maverick guy when he was with them? You know, I think uh I think I I, I just I don't know, I don't I, I couldn't get why they couldn't get yeah. themselves over. They have the look, they got the size. Well, and I liked they went them. on with uh with uh Rollins. Mm -hmm. I liked them better in NXT yeah. when they had Paul Ellering as their manager. They were just monsters. God, I can't believe so. They've retired too, huh? Apparently. That's the rumor and innuendo. The future. Hmm. Somebody Look just threw that, something right into another the rest hold, yeah. That's good psychology, though, man. I mean, it is. It, Look at it, his forehead. Yep. I know it's all beat up, isn't it? Scratch. You know, if you if, if, you know, if you're listening to it, you know, they're just, the crowd's just eating it up. Yeah, they're you going know? nuts I mean, they're right now, and they're not up. doing anything. Yeah. That's, that's you know, a great that's, thing. Yeah. That's, what, that's what makes it good wrestling. You don't mm -hmm. have to do all that stuff to make, I mean, like you said, we can't hear it because of copyright stuff, but the crowd is going bananas. Speaking yeah. of that, there's a guy in the crowd. I don't know if you guys had watched this, you know, before now, but there's one guy who repeatedly screams woo about every two seconds. <laughs> Sometimes it's better to mute it. <laughs> so what you're saying is that guy was ahead of his time. Yeah. No, it was. It, it's hard to explain. It's just somebody in the crowd is being very annoying and throughout this entire. It's, it's so odd. It's a super. It's a, is it a super dragon moment? Could be. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Super dragon moment. Y yeah, super dragon. There, there was a video from I'll oh, probably 15 years ago that uh, they went viral. That uh, uh, it, 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 they're at an indie show and obviously the worker's name is Super Dragon and you know there's one guy in the in the crowd that keep standing up yelling super dragon you know and like chanting like through the whole and finally like you know super dragon you know like goes out and tells him to shut up you know because it's like completely you know like no crowd noise or anything you know 150 people and yeah you got some guy and i'm, I'm not saying the guy may have been a special needs person but i could be mistaken I got that leg another wrist old yeah look at that I'm gonna have to look that up now. Yeah, yeah I imagine several, several hundred people that are listening to this are probably gonna go turn us off and go look up Super Dragon on YouTube. <laughs> I I would be surprised. I I thought everybody had watched that already. That was good stuff. So we didn't get a chance to talk last week, but uh... look at the horrible camera <laughs> shot. Look at that. If I'm not mistaken, I think that the uh, the guy who shot this, <laughs> who oh, shot that camera gosh. shot right there, is the head guy for AEW at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so just big, a horrible uh, camera. Big releases from the WWE. We have you know had a chance Man. to talk in the past week or two. Braun Strowman, Aleister Black, Lena, Buddy Murphy, Ruby Riot, Santana Garrett. Yeah, yeah, and and, and you know, all the while they're 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 bringing back Eva Marie. Thank you know, goodness. Like, I mean, out of all those that they, uh, out of all those that they released, the only one that I saw coming was Lana. Yeah, well, they just signed could. a new deal not long ago, but mm -hmm. yeah, but you know, she's the one that didn't surprise me, just because of Miro. You know, she'll yeah. she'll go to the to the uh, AEW and be you know Miss Miro or whatever, and the and, best woman. Yeah, you know, and they, you know, they just put her to tables every week for. Yeah. six weeks straight and you know they kind of downplayed her they were just starting to kind of build her back up and let her go 
Super oh, surprised boy. that Strowman and Aleister Black was released. Man, Strowman, man, I, I, yeah, yeah, I, you know, you know, I mean, the, the, that, 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 that's weird because you know when you, when you talk about return on investment and putting money into 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 something to to get them over, man. I mean, I don't know if there's been a superstar in the uh, uh, in the E that they've done that more to than, than Braun Strowman over the past three four years and. You know, for them to to get behind him and push him to the moon like they like they have, and then just just cut him loose. It'll be interesting because, you know, he he came out about a year ago with a pretty bold statement saying that if he was to, you know, if if he wasn't wrestling for the WWE, then then he would just retire. So it'll it'll be interesting to see if uh, if he doesn't make his way over to you know to to AEW. Man, I first of all the. Before I get into what I was about to say, he'd also made a statement about the Indies. He never, he never had to work on the Indies or no, uh-uh. his way up. And ironically, he's found himself in a spot where he may have to. Yeah. But uh, indie fans will remember that stuff. And right. I hear he's oh, yeah. asking a pretty hefty price if he was to make any appearances. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a cut off. Uh, yeah. There you go. Vintage Rick Flair way. Did you see those chops earlier? Just the sweat coming off Dusty's floppy, yeah, yeah. floppy man boobs. <laughs> and he was laying those chops in. But you know, but man, I tell you what, like, man, Dusty was so great, especially at the time, because you know everybody that was growing up in the eighties and that was a fan that maybe wasn't you know cut from the 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 you know the you know, didn't have that body, didn't have that chiseled look, you know, everybody looked at Dusty and said, man, if he, if, man, if he could do it, I could do it, you know, maybe not me, you know, being that I'm chiseled, but, you know, uh, people like Chapman over here. Dusty had some legendary feuds in the NWA. I mean, yeah. Flair, uh, Nikita, Tully, Terry Funk, and I know, you know Harley, right? Harley just, Race. The four horsemen, you know, in general. You know, just the four horsemen in general. But you think during his time when he was in the WWE with the yellow polka dots, I, mm. I was trying to remember, I could only think of two big feuds he was a part of. Billion Dollar Man and Macho Man, Randy Savage. Yeah, of course, well, uh, you figured he was, he was only there for what? He was only there for a year, year and a half? It wasn't long. You know, he... Had over like fifty titles from different promotions. Zero yeah. in the WWE. Zero. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, you know, I th- I think that was, you know, that I you know I think that was Vince. You know, Vince. Uh, you know, maybe Vince is is ego. I don't know. You Probably. know, uh, uh, you know, Dusty had Fair always flop. been an adversary to to Vince prior to to him coming in. And you know, imagine you know imagine hiring your competition. Yeah. Especially being an active, you know, active worker. Put him in yellow polka dots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Made Ted DiBiase's uh, assistant named yeah. him after, you know, Virgil. And I tell you what, and, and Dusty made it work, man. You know, he made it work for what it was. He, he, you know, he may have, he may not have, you know, had the steam from, you know, from, from, you know, like the four horsemen feud or whatever. But, you know, man, I, I still, I still enjoyed, uh, I still enjoyed Dusty in WWE. Yeah. For those wondering why we're watching a, Thanksgiving Starcade. It's because uh, in two days will be the anniversary of Dusty Rhodes' passing. He passed away June eleventh, two thousand fifteen. One of the all-time greats. 
Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Dusty. That's for sure, man. When you talk about all time great, he's got to be he's got to be up there and and everybody's top, you know, top five. His influence on the business, you know, in this in this time right here, whether it was booking or, you know, or performing was was pretty uh pretty 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 cool, man. It's flare bleeding. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nope. Cross body from the big man off the top rope. Tommy Young, where you at? Where you at, Tommy Young? It could have been a three count. Uh, Tommy Young. Oh, Tommy Young, man. Uh, WWE bringing the draft back. I've read where it's going to be the first night, August 30th on Raw, and Mm. night number two, September 3rd on SmackDown. Yeah. You know, it's that could be a good thing. If they just did it right, but they screw yeah. it up every year. We've talked about it before. You know, there's yeah. a lot of ways to do it that could be right. But the way, you know, what is it? Not, I guess, not the last one, but one of the last couple ones. You know, they they did it, and then, well, this guy can show up, and yeah. this guy can show. And you yeah. know, what's the point? So let me ask yeah. you a question, though. When does when did when does it it when does it become a demotion? You know, from from you know, let's just say you're let's say you're. LA right now, or Cameron Grimes, or, or somebody that's in NXT and, and they do the draft and you get drafted to the Raw. You know, would that be would that be kind of a demotion? You know, like uh, I've read where a lot of people that are in NXT want to stay in NXT. Mm-hmm. They're not making that Raw or SmackDown money, but they they would rather stay in NXT because yeah, they know what's yeah. going to happen when they go to the main roster. Yeah, happened every time, mm-hmm. not yeah. every time. Well, look at Finn. Look at Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. You know he's he's been back in NXT now for quite a while. Two years, you know, probably. and I figure he's there because half. he wants to be there. Yeah. But yeah, oh, the dog fight boy. This is my opinion. I think champions should be exempt from the draft mm-hmm. because yeah. all they're going to do is if swap champions. You, yeah, they're just going to swap them anyway. So why even? Mess yeah, you're not going to have both champions on one show. That don't make sense. I think champions should be exempt. I think tag teams should be able to stay together. Mm. I mean, it's so when uh, heavy machinery got split up, yeah. iconics got split up. They they do this stupid stuff. Oh, new day, you know. Yeah. They end up putting well, heavy, heavy machinery got split up, and then they put Otis with the with. Uh, they put him right back into a tag team. Gabriel. Yeah. 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 And if they made it a big deal, like a big like the NFL draft, people mm-hmm. wait all year for that, and they have you know yeah. watch parties. Oh yeah, it's big, big, big parties for that. Make it feel special. Maybe even a network special on Peacock. Hey, you know the draft is this Sunday. Tune in to check it out. And, yeah, yeah. You know, guys could could talk about it throughout Raw and <clears throat> SmackDown. Hey, I know the draft's coming up. I want to. I want some matches. I want to get my draft. Yeah, you want to eat? You know, and that's the that's the problem with it, Sumo. Is it, it? It doesn't feel special. You know, it's like ah, oh, it's a draft. You know, like back. Yeah. Okay. It's another raw. You know, it's another, another raw, and and you know, by that, you know, it, I hate to say it, but you know, it's usually the 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 usual suspects that are going to 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 get traded. You know, you know who they're going to kind of split. You know who they're going to keep. You know that type of thing. So there's no like there's no randomness to it. It's almost storyline driven. You know, uh, and if the storylines have been shit for you know months leading up to it, it it's I don't know, it, uh, it, it 
you know, I, I like the idea of the draft draft, but just like you said, they need to uh they need to make it make it feel special. And that's yeah. one thing that, that it doesn't feel like. And they need to keep the brands, you know, separated. None of yeah. this wild card rule or I Yeah, yeah, I don't man. like that. They had all this ugh, ugh. Yeah. Not, I'm sorry, well, the, all is just awful. Right the now. women the women's champions, uh the tag team women's champions, they go they bounce, don't they? They yeah, bounce they, around. Yeah, they can bounce. Yeah. But the problem yeah. is if they didn't have so many champions, you you could bounce the champion around. Mm-hmm. But you've got a champion on SmackDown, a champion on yeah. Raw. You got the U.S. Right. title, the Intercontinental title. Oh, look at that! You ain't gonna hold him down. No. Get it? Reach, reach for the sky, Dusty. Funky, let, let him know. Monkey. Let him know. Oh, look at uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> trying to turn and i love that i love that that right there you know that 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 gave enough momentum to to at least start to to reverse this figure four oh look at look at flair selling mentioned cameron grimes ah. earlier the million dollar belt is back oh. yeah grimes versus i'm Lincoln. i'm excited man i'm excited for it i th- I, I love the million dollar belt as yeah. you you know i would you know uh, that's one of the uh, that's one of the, the the things I wish they would have, you know, they would have showcased a while back and brought that back. But you know, uh, the right time is everything, and and it was the right time to bring it back. Hope Grimes invested in some. I'll love to see that on uh, Cameron Grimes's waist. <laughs> I hope he invested some WWE stock because that stuff jumped today. Did it? I didn't it even did. notice it. Not for long, but it did today. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't go to the moon, did it? Oh, look at that. Not quite, but it did go up quite a bit. Thanks to the Reddit users and the meme stock stuff. That blood and Flair's hair, man, you can't get, I mean. Oh, no. ref bump, oh, uh, ref bump. Dusty just landed on Tommy. We're having room. some uh, electrical issues. Okay. So Alexa, you, turn my lights off. So Tommy Young just got uh, tossed out the ring. Notice there's a spotlight on him. Yeah, yeah, I saw that earlier. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, that'll that's, come into play. You know, after, that screams 80s, yeah. Yeah. Uh, once this is said and done, that'll come into play. Just kind of keep an eye mm-hmm. on Tommy out there. Figure four again. Yep, put him in it. Although, except this time, Dusty put it on Dusty's him. Dusty's got flair in the figure four. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you guys check out the Grizzly Smith dark side of the ring? Oh, man. my gosh, man. Oh, oh, a- wait a second. Who's a. that young whippersnapper? Snapper. Double A. That would be Marty Lundry. Oh, that here a 40 comes. 40-year-old? That looks like a 40-year-old man. And then a 60-year-old guy. Okay, so if you look down at the bottom, you see an Arn and Tommy Young. Mm-hmm. With a spotlight on him. There's a reason for that. <laughs> Come into play. Here, here comes the ref, separate ref. Two, kick out. Jeez. I don't know who this referee is. It's not uh, James Beard. I know that. No. Oh, here comes oh. a small package. Ow, three kick out. Yes. Dusty Rhodes has just won. The NWA world title. 
with, with, with a schoolboy, or, or not with a schoolboy, but with just a, a, a roll-up. So here we go in the ring. Uh, there's a Superstar Billy Graham. Superstar, yeah. Superstar they're, Billy Graham. They're trying to pick like Dusty Manny. up, and they can't pick him up. Is that Manny Fernandez? Man, Manny Fernandez. And talking about that dark side of the ring, that was and that was dark. That was dark. Yeah. yeah. Hey, one on Dynamite Ooh. Kid tonight. That should be a dandy. Is that Doctor Misty? Oh, that yeah, good. that should be a good one. Look at Arn, man. I think I just like, I'm picking I, Tommy up. It, 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 it does Arn Anderson own a time machine because he don't look like he's aged a day since this since this video was shot 35 years ago. What, how long ago was it? Thirty. It was a long time. Yeah, Thirty-five ago. years. Yeah, a long time. A lifetime ago. Okay, so watch. There goes Arn. If you look, Tommy Young was trying to get back into the ring. He hits Tommy again. Spotlight on him. And here's the reason why. I, I know I alluded to that earlier. Somebody just whizzed something across the ring at about 90 miles per hour. <laughs> so this was actually overturned. After the DQ. Uh, yep. Oh, it wasn't so overturned Dust for a couple of days, but on this night, people thought Dusty Rhodes had actually beat Flair. Um, it was later overturned to a DQ. Uh, mm. Tommy Young was trying to get back up into the ring to call uh, for the DQ, and that's when Arn hit him. That's when mm. the second ref came out. This is what you would call one of the first most famous Dusty finishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to yell dusty finish, you know, but uh man, yeah, yeah. That's it, uh that's something else. So so they 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 stripped him of the belt a couple of days later. Yeah, they overturned it to a DQ and uh Flair retained the title. You know, they they did oh, this a couple other times with Flair uh once in Puerto Rico. Um I want to say maybe once in Japan. Oh, look at the celebration, man. They're just that young look at look at that young Tony Schiavone with that cat. Tony killer. just grabbed the ball and was like, "Stop that! Stop!" I don't know who the second ref was, but yeah, yeah. man, I tell you what, uh, they don't do it like they used to, man. No, like Doctor Death, Doc. Yes, who's the, who's the guy on the on the left with the uh, with the the karate pants on? I'm not sure, yeah. but uh. Dynamite Kid tonight. You guys going to check that one out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll check that out. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I think, you know, I think I know a, a majority of, you know, of his, his, uh, his dark stories. So it'll be interesting to, it'll be interesting to see, you know, these guys' take on, on, on everything. Uh, you know, obviously Dynamite Kid is, uh, got a, got a, well, you know, everybody, you know, it's, it's well storied, you know, yeah. his, his, uh, his demons and, and, you know, everything. And it'll be interesting to, uh, to, to get their take. I mean, man, they, they, they keep hitting it out of the ballpark with everything that they put out there. So, you know, I'm sure they're going to put something out there that, that, that I haven't heard or, you know, give a, give a theory or give me, give me their take and, and, you know, look at it from their perspective. Man, that diving headbutt, you know, Harley Race tried to warn people for years. Yeah, don't do it. No, uh, it affected Dynamite Kid. It obviously affected Chris Benoit. So, mm -hmm. I just kind of, you don't think when you're watching it at home on TV that it would 
do that much yeah. damage, but obviously yeah. when you're performing and when you're doing it night after night after night all over the world, you probably get your cage rattled a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, another one that you didn't mention that, that was pretty notorious for it was Chris Benoit and everybody knows how that story turned out. Uh, you know, uh, it just concussion after concussion after concussion. And, you know, when you, you're jumping off that top turnbuckle, you know, doing that, night in night out man it takes its toll on you and uh yeah 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 these kids nowadays they shouldn't be doing that stuff you know bam bam bigelow was another one yeah. that used it a lot yeah. yeah he was a big guy too so yeah. you know hey, uh, and he had a pretty good doc about bret hart i don't know if you guys caught that last week caught yeah. that one too yeah mm-hmm. that's a good one it wasn't bad you know bret hart's a very bitter yeah speaking of dark man. side we've just let this uh this this you know, this uh, Starcade 80, 85 go through, and we see, uh, looks like Sam Houston versus Nikita Koloff. Oh, yeah. I, I just yeah. turned that off, so I don't know what's it was just, on. Yeah, just, you know, like highlights or something. Man, like if that. they would have never done the Grizzly Smith one, oh, I would have been just fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, you but you know, you were you were glued to it, though, right? Yeah, I mean, you man, had to watch man. it, you know. It you, was so I had disgusting actually, that you had to. Mm-hmm. I'd actually already researched a lot of that stuff, and uh, – right about the time Chapman started joining us is when we started doing some of the behind the curtain, some of the wrestler profile stuff. And I had looked up over a hundred different people that we were going to cover at some point in time. And he was one of them. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's kind of messed up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, when you, when you think about it though, you know, you've got, uh, you've got, you know, four employees, right there in that one family for the WWF, you know, at the time he had Grizzly who was a uh, uh, behind the scenes, you know, producer, writer or whatever, um, Jake, you know, Sam Houston and, and rock and Robin, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's crazy, you know, it's crazy to, to, to think that, you know, like, like in today's day and age, I don't know, I guess back then maybe it was just wasn't frowned on as much nowadays, man, you know, as soon as somebody got word that, that, you know, somebody was doing something like that and it'd be over, they wouldn't, Oh, they wouldn't can, be working. Cancel. Cancel yeah, for they'd sure. be completely 100%, you know, uh, and rightfully so. I, I, you know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that one was, whew, that one was. Uh, well, you know, he's got issues. Bad. You know, he's a sick, twisted son yeah. of a gun. Yeah. And he brings an eight-year-old or whatever, yeah, eight-year-old to uh, his own daughter's house. Yeah. yeah. And, and ask her and to, ask make, her to make her a cocktail. Yeah. Hard <laughs> pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we're not even talking like a sixteen or seventeen year old. We're talking eight. an eight year old. That's the old. age of my oldest son. Is eight? Yeah, yeah. I can't. Well, they're the prepubescent. You know, uh, well, you know, I've got a, like, I've got my my little girl's thirteen year old, and and the thought of somebody doing, you know, doing something like that, you know, to to, you know, like offering her a drink at that age, like you know, it's a good way to. That's a good way. I, I you know, it's a breeze. It, it, if somebody likes to, you know, if somebody likes to breathe, I, I, I suggest not doing anything like that. You know, that's just, that was messed up. Yeah, it was, it was a rough one to watch, man. It's real rough one to watch. We had a couple of uh, pals over the weekend at NWA when our shadows fall. We haven't had a chance to talk about that, but oh, yeah, Aldous, man. Trevor Murdoch, Aldous retains mm-hmm. uh, the Pope yeah, lost, but he so. retained. It was a non title match, but. Pretty good show. Um, I'm excited that NWA is going to do some traveling now, getting back from mm-hmm. the fans. Going to be in St. Louis. Um, yeah. yeah. I think in, in August, is it? End of August? End of, end of August? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'll go and announce it that that happens to be the manager of champions birthday week. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and it, it, I was just telling my wife tonight, you know what I want for my birthday? I want to be able to take my best friend, David Chapman, to the NWA pay-per-view. And going to be two events, two pay-per-views. <laughs> One, all female hey. wrestlers, NWA Empower. I like how mm-hmm. they do that, Empower, which is yeah. going to be led by Mickey James. She's not going to be wrestling. She's going to be running the show, going to be doing some backstage stuff, which is really what she wanted to do with the WWE, what they yeah. should have That's done cool. with her if they had any brains in oh, their head yeah. to keep her. But, man, I'm excited. That is a huge huge deal for nwa because she it, 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 it's huge that, that's a huge deal huge huge deal well in uh, the slot drop as far as i'm concerned we need to just book the date because we'll all load up take this show gonna, on the road take the show on the road daddy yeah i think uh, i think that's going to happen but there's no doubt in my mind that mickey's going to put together a heck of a card with some of the most yeah. talented women it's not going to be your bra and panties tna type no nope. diva stuff it's going to be some no. legit women wrestlers and it's going to be a good show then fun, NWA man. 73 back in St. Louis for the first time in forever. Wow. I expect yeah. there to be some legends there. Uh, and I'm not talking about us because everybody knows we're legends, but right. probably some NWA legends in the house. That'll be exciting. Well, you know, pay, pay tribute to uh, to some of the, the, the St. Louis greats, man. You know, well, maybe, uh, maybe if he's not too busy, Mr. McBee will grace us with his presence. Loose uh, cannon. Yeah. You know, he, uh, I know he's got a lot going on, and he feels intimidated anytime I'm here. But you know, McBee, you do a fine job, and I I can't wait for you to come back. I bet the uh, I bet the the whole entire crew will be able to make that trip. It's not yeah, very far. Good, from oh yeah, that'd be, that'll fun, be a good man. one. Yep, that'll be good. That'll be a that'll be a fun trip, man. Uh, we're only about two and a half hours uh, uh, southwest of uh, St. Louis, so yep. It uh, we're we're there, man. And it, it, it's gonna be cool. That's that's damn near Trevor's hometown, you know. So yeah. uh I, I imagine they're gonna have to have to highlight him in, in some shape or form, you know. Uh the most believable baby face in professional wrestling right now, Trevor Murdoch. Absolutely. Agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. Before we sign off here this weekend, June twelfth, Springfield, Missouri, mid states wrestling. Looking forward to it. Yep, be there, brother. Oh yeah, yep. It'll be a good Let's time. See. Moonshine Mantel, Niles Plonkay, mm-hmm. Miranda Gordy, uh, John Rinky from the Tiger King, Alex okay, Seven yeah. Foot here, here, Monster, Nathan, Nathan, just uh, if you want to put butts in seats, you've got to say the manager of champions. Stephen I'm, I'm getting there. I'm saying nobody who who is Dutch Mantel. You know what? Nobody cares who he is because Niles Plonkay and Stephen E are going to be in the house. Did he just say Dutch Mantel? He said Dutch Mantel. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. No. What's that kid's name? Moonshine. Are oh, you yeah. kidding me? It doesn't matter where what his name you, is. Where have you been? This guy really, is. I'm putting you over. I, you're no, I'm off. just. I'm just saying this kid is not something to be slept. You can't sleep on this guy. This guy is a legitimate tough guy. He, he looks like a million bucks. Uh, we gotta. We gotta. We just gotta stick to the game plan. I've already been on the on the phone with uh, with Niles numerous times, and uh, we're we're gonna formulate a plan. Hopefully, hopefully um, they'll do what's right and they'll just give us the mid states heavyweight championship. But you know, if not, well, uh, you know, we are prepared to take it. There's four people in this tournament: yep. Gideon Vane, yep. Alan Jefferson, Niles Plunkett, Moonshine Mantel. The rest yeah. of the card: Colton Vaught, 
I mean, must see TV. If you guys haven't seen him, you got to check him out. Alan, I've already mm-hmm. mentioned Alan Jefferson. Uh, Mr. Saturday Night could be there. Uh, who else? I already said Miranda. Well, uh, Gary Graham. Yeah. Doomsday is making his big yeah. comeback. Yeah, seven-foot monster Doomsday. Against Man, the two guy. Johnnies, Toxic Masculinity. Toxic masculinity, man. I love those kids. I love those kids, Kendall, man. Kendall P.S. Hayes will be in the house. Shout out to Kendall him. Kendall P.S. Hayes. Yeah, Working yeah. hard behind the scenes, making the yeah. making the machine turn. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and, and you can't forget about the self-proclaimed hardest working man in professional wrestling space, Cowboy Jason. Of course Jones not. And on commentary, too. the loose cannon and sumo. Yes. Yes. So basically, Niles Plunkett and a bunch of other people that don't Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Niles yeah. Plunkett. It's going to be uh, a great yeah. show. It's going to be a great yeah, show. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Show up, you know, uh, race Bring the hell, family. Have a good time. Bring the family. Again. Family, uh, family, uh, uh, family friendly show. You know, you're Again, not uh, we want you all to know that you will need to be wearing a mask when Steven Espinoza and. Uh, and Niles Plunkett come out because, mm-hmm. you know, we've been down there before. We know when you guys get in there, it smells like hog farms and sweaty feet. We don't want to smell yeah. your breath. Just pull it up whenever Just they come out. pull that mask up. Yeah, yeah it's a shame that, uh, that, that, I don't know, that people don't, uh, don't recognize that, you know, they could be, you know, asking off some type of, you know. You know, their breath or, alone, should, you know, I don't yeah. know if gingivitis is contagious, but. <laughs> put the mask on. Yeah. Especially if you're Chapman, put the mask on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey. Oh, man. Oh, All right, guys, that about wraps it up. Follow us on Facebook at The Slop Drop, on Twitter at The Slop Drop 1. Wherever you get your podcast, we're probably there. Like us, give us a good rating, all that good stuff. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Either way, thank you for listening. Until next time, we are out of here. Goodbye and good night.